Claptastic. All right, are you ready? Let's do this, man. Hey, welcome to episode 128 of Snackdown. I'm Justin, and this is... Andy, from afar, far, far, far. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it probably is all over America, but it, at least in New York and our county, uh, the COVID numbers are pretty bad. Yeah, COVID so... numbers are pretty bad. Federal uh, emergency medical workers are being sent to upstate hospitals, so we're just kind of... Yeah, we decided to uh, distance ourselves for a little bit. And like... <laughs> so. The and one like time a, I had a lot of like guests lined up, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> gotta push we, it back." <laughs> we should have okay. We should have known though, right? Yeah, like when I was like actually planning COVID. Yeah, COVID <laughs> last year. Like, who in our right minds would have should have been like, yeah. "Oh yeah, right after the holidays, after the big handshake and mingle." Mm-hmm. But that's I think it not... was more like COVID was a like a stranger in the bushes waiting for me to like plan something <laughs> so I could jump out and like cancel yeah. my plans. So. Right. Yeah, he's planning <laughs> just a little bit longer. <laughs> well, I'm planning too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we're doing this remote. Uh, Andy, if if this goes on for a little bit, I'll get Andy the better mic. Right now, he's just on back on his like, what is that Turtle Beach? Okay, no, it's actually a Sennheiser. Oh, I don't know. It just sounds like a, little... it's a good brand. I don't know. It's a quality brand. <laughs> I don't know. It was like from a so couple anyways, jobs ago. They gave it to uh, me because <laughs> I was a field employee. Whenever you're given something, <laughs> it's not that great. <laughs> what? No, dude. It's a good... It's a, I, I looked it up. I think they're like $100 uh, headphone mic pieces. I'm sure they sound good, but the mic is probably like $10 and the, the okay. headphones are like okay. 90 Okay. Yeah. Maybe we anyways. can put in some like boutique uh, microphone uh, components. <laughs> <laughs> so... So we kind of scrambled like what we were doing today. Yeah. And but so I just eggs. decided, no, we're not doing eggs. It would have been a good segue though if we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I decided let's do, I think people liked our peanut butter and jelly episode. So now we're going to dive into some gourmet grilled cheese. Grilled cheese. I, you and, know, I, I kind of thought that we had already done grilled cheese. No, we haven't done grilled cheese. So I was like, let's do a standard grilled cheese and then like two gourmet. And then I think today, this morning or something, I was like, Andy, I'm not doing a plain regular one because I don't know. Everyone's made grilled cheese. So like, why do we, why do we have to listen to us do like two pieces of bread and cheese and mm, pretty good. (laughs) Well, you're going to hate what I'm doing. I just, I just couldn't. I couldn't. So yeah. Yeah, and me and Andy also, I was like, you know, why don't you just go find three sandwiches you want to make? I'll go find three and then we'll compare. So I don't even know what Andy's making. He doesn't know what I'm making. So mm-hmm. really, yeah. you're going to get six sandwiches on one pod. So holy cow. Well, That's a lot. Unless we made the same thing. Can you imagine if we found the same? I <laughs> highly doubt you're going to make. Because I think I was like throwing out generalities of what I might make, and you were like, "What? Yeah. That's preposterous! <laughs> that on <laughs> bread, <laughs> motor oil? No." <laughs> well, dude, why are you giving it away that I'm doing motor yeah. oil? You're like motor instead of olive. It tastes better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep it those really engines running. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. something. What were you gonna say? <laughs> it really gets you going. Something like that. Oh, yeah. nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, so. Uh, let, let's take a bite of our... Yeah, let's take a bite because mine's been ready for a little bit, so... Okay, I see. <laughs> That's pretty good. Wow. You tell me what's on yours first. So, I made this one. This is specifically on sourdough. And I don't usually make grilled cheese with mayonnaise, but apparently it's like a huge thing and like every recipe I looked up did it. And I kind of stopped buying mayonnaise a while ago because... She's like super fatty. I'm yeah. like, I don't need I don't need mayonnaise in my life. But I did buy mayonnaise and so I... Did it this time. So it's a sourdough with mayonnaise. And then inside we have 
an aged cheddar. Ooh. So it's a 12-month aged cheddar. I have a smoked Gouda and then a figa walnut butter. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. You're going you're gonna to hate mine so much. So, so Justin at the last moment kind of threw a curveball. And I was kind of like, I'm like, no, I'm sticking to my guns. I'm doing the regular, right? Mm-hmm. But for me, you know, how I make grilled cheese, I don't go out and buy grilled cheese materials typically. Yeah, Andy was like, had to go to the store to get the grilled cheese stuff for today. And he said he had to go pick up the materials. I was like, and materials just, for Justin your sandwich? Gave me, <laughs> Justin gave me a hard time. And I was like, you're going to Lowe's? Yeah, my building products. So, mm-hmm. but but well, I, I mean, like, you built a sandwich. So. I did. I built and kilned my sandwich. Mm. What would a wood-fired grilled cheese would taste like? Probably pretty good. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. Probably like I mean, probably just like a little smoky. Yeah, yeah. So back to your sandwich. Oh yeah. So so I like to I like to use the cheese and materials that I have in my fridge. Another point about me is that if I put something in my fridge, I tend to just forget about it, right? So for the the great part of this pod is I made a standard grilled cheese with Monterey Jack um, and Colby cheese, and it's got a couple slices of pastirma on it. Oh, nice. So that were sent home, and um, it tastes really good. It's yeah, really... how does it go with the cheese? It's pretty oh. salty meat. Yeah, but, but... it's so good. Yeah, I mean, would be good like, in the sandwich. like ham goes really well on, mm-hmm. you know, with, and ham's very salty. So, and and for those who haven't listened to the Turkish episode, listen to the Turkish episode. It's literally two episodes back. It's amazing. So it's still, you know, it still has that like a little bit of a, a little flavor crust there on the top too. Nice. Yeah. It's super good. I'm going to keep yeah, eating Yeah, I was mine. thinking about, I bought like a chorizo once that was like really good and had really good flavor. So when I was thinking of sandwiches, I was like... Can I just like make up my own instead of like finding a recipe? You can. And yeah, I, so I thought about making one with chorizo, but I didn't. And so when I made these, I found recipes for like what went inside of it, but I did not follow the recipe as like two tablespoons of cheddar, you know, one tablespoon of fig butter. You know, I just was like, oh, fig butter and these two cheeses. <laughs> like that's how I like they follow to, each of these recipes. They had to write something down, right? Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. I think, um, I think and maybe it's truth. not like perfect, like they yeah. would think. They're like, oh, well, you kind of uh, went light on the gouda, but yeah, they're like, I just kind of like, on the gouda. <laughs> yeah, and so I also used through all these sandwiches shredded cheese because uh you know I was reading about grilled cheeses and they say like it makes a big difference if you use shredded cheese because it really gets that like gooey melty cheese it melts different than like a slice I don't mm. know mm. but I think anytime you want to up your grilled cheese game doing more than one cheese is like the, one of the best ways the mm-hmm. easiest ways and also like get away from American cheese <laughs> if you're uh, like first of all. I... <laughs> Look, I'll admit, I know American cheese isn't like the classiest cheese in the world, but I did cheddar cheese on breakfast sandwiches for a long time. Mm-hmm. I switched back over to American, man. It's yeah, just it's so gooey. But we're talking about gourmet grilled cheese right now. Oh, okay. I think the first step into gourmet is leaving American cheese behind. <laughs> <laughs> the one benefit that we don't always have on Snackdown that we do have on remote sessions is that the family gets to have their own little snack down kind of while we're recording. So... I took like a third of a uh, grilled cheese and then they get the rest of it. Because let's be honest, we're doing three grilled cheeses today. So <laughs> so Justin is just like leaning over. Just Snackdown is supposed to be a social time. And Justin is just trying so hard to not um, get chewing noises <laughs> through his mic. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> it was like a, 
I got a really crusty, like sourdough. Mm-hmm. While it's crusted, is like real crunchy noise. So now, now let me ask you: Are you doing the sourdough for all three? I'm not. You're not specifically for this one. Yep. So I was going to ask you what kind of bread you used. I used um, a brand called Heidelberg. So they have a um, a type of bread called peasant bread, and I thought it would go well with a wide variety of uh, grilled cheeses. So oh, cool. I got fresh bread for all of them. Fresh, so, different types like, of breads for every one of them? No, so I got fresh sourdough bread for this one. Yeah. And then I got a fresh, like, farmhouse loaf. For the other kind of like a white, yeah. Farmhouse loaf? I mean, I'm, what's, yeah. <laughs> what's peasant bread? I don't know. Bread for the pores. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, so, back to my grilled cheese. <laughs> uh, adding that, like, fig in there. Yeah. Like, a little tiny bit of sweetness under, like, the salty, smoked. I mean, I had, like, cheddar... And I had smoked Gouda. And so it called for either one of three things, basically fig or apricot or honey. Hmm. And I was like, well, fig is like the most unique. So that's what I was looking for. And I couldn't find just plain fig. So it was like fig. They had fig and ginger or fig and walnut. So I was like, "Ah, ginger might throw off a grilled cheese sandwich. So I went with fig and walnut. And it's good. Oh, speaking of. Oh, no, no. You go ahead. Oh, I was going to say before your like egg intolerance. Yeah. Which was kind of recent, right? Just like within the last, within the past like two decade, years, maybe. Or, oh, two yes. years, really? Yeah, two years. Well, like, maybe even so. Three it really years. started like because this is three years of the podcast. Did it really start like right before the podcast? It started. Did prob- it start? It started on probably the like thousand year egg episode. <laughs> <laughs> and now you have to like live it. <laughs> what live the lie? Yeah, dude. Trust me, I I, I would go back on that. So one thing about allergies and intolerances is that you can you can grow out of them. I mean, like your yeah. your body's so like you know hyper reactive or auto reactive mm-hmm. in some ways, and sometimes that does go away. I was literally just talking to Kalen today. I'm like, can I give eggs another try? And she's like, how much of a weekend do you want to dedicate? She didn't say that, but but I think I'm gonna try a little bit. What if what if, you know if if like I give it a whirl and then I'm good, dude? We have so much to catch up on. Yeah. Well, I was wondering if you have ever made grilled cheese with mayonnaise before, like in your past. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I have. Yeah. And I think it... I've always been a butter grilled cheese oh, yeah. person. Do you butter the inside and the outside? I don't. Oof. Butter the inside and the outside. Is that what you did for these? Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, I'm I'm hungry. I'm still hungry. I don't think yeah, I could... really ate like lunch. I didn't eat. This is the first thing I've eaten all day. Stop it. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Do you intermittent fast on purpose or by accident? By days just too busy. That's not an- that's like not I, a great answer. I had yeah, I just had a lot to do today. Do you snack? No. What? <laughs> well, I'm ready to eat some three grilled okay, cheese. Okay, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, let's uh let, let's let's pause this conversation as uh we get some calories and dude, like really just get the butter going. You got some catching up to do caloric wise. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right, we'll be back with another grilled cheese. This is Andy reporting from the closet. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man, I'll see you in two shakes. Yeah, all right, bye. (laughs) And we're back! (laughs) Okay, so we've got some more grilled cheese here. More grilled cheese. And uh, I actually uh, looked up on the break the history of grilled cheese. <laughs> Can you guess when grilled cheese was created? With the Holy Roman Empire. 
<laughs> no. Uh, with As with everything else we do on the podcast, during the Depression. <laughs> oh, man. And then it made sense to me once I read that. I was like, oh, all you can afford is bread and cheese. Government cheese. Is that yeah. where it came from? No, I don't know. It just says, the cheese dream was an open-faced grilled cheese sandwich. The cheese dream? Yeah, <laughs> it's an open-faced... So you could only afford one piece of bread, I guess. Oh, God, that <laughs> sounds awful. Became popular in the U.S. during the Great Depression. <laughs> I hate to say that. We're, we're laughing saying the Great Depression. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. government cookbook described Navy cooks broiling American cheese-filled sandwiches during World War II. Broiling them? I guess, yeah. So they just had them in the oven on the broiler. Yeah, it's just like a slab of cheese in between a bread or open-faced and then throwing them in the oven. In between a bread. And it was called The Cheese Dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, you know what? <laughs> I, I think I've got a cheese dream right here. And I'm about, yeah. I'm about to have a little bite. And we'll talk Yeah, I'll have a little it. bite of this. Yeah. Mm. That came together very nicely. All right. So this, this round, I'll go first, okay? Mm. So my grilled cheese is, again, same with the peasant bread. And Gruyere. I'm probably not saying that right. Gruyere. Hot smoked salmon. Oh wow! And uh, and then like a little, a uh, couple little um, drops of uh, lemon juice. Wow, that's interesting. Thanks, bud. Fish, fish is always tied up with the lemon. Yeah, dude. Like this recipe. Well, I, I snack downed it. This because this recipe called for like me to like boil and reduce lemons, and I'm like, no. I'm like, drip, drip, drip. I'm like, I just saved myself like three <laughs> yeah. hours of work. Yeah. They're like, step one, catch a salmon. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> Bash its head in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then fillet from the neck <laughs> down to the butt. Fight a bear for a salmon he just caught. <laughs> <laughs> extricate it from the bear's jaw. Nice, extricate. Yeah. It's yeah. like building materials for... <laughs> <laughs> for your sandwich. So that was like, as I was looking at grilled cheese sandwich recipes and trying to decide, I, I wanted to ask you what you think the line of what makes it a grilled cheese and then what just makes it like a hot sandwich. That's a good question. Um, yeah, because some of them had like cheese and then like eight other ingredients. And I'm like, at that point, is it a grilled cheese sandwich? So I came up with something that I think in my mind. Okay. I would say... As long as the hot sandwich is grilled, like, or like, you know, um, in a pan, like that's important to me, mm-hmm. right? In a pan, probably less than 10 minutes in the pan. And I want the cheese to be forward in the flavor. And then I also want it to probably make up about one third per volume of ingredients, at least. So I'm different. I think it had to be 50%. Whoa. Okay. We had some percentages here. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think- the amount of ingredients has to equal the amount of cheese. Because if the other ingredients are over the cheese, mm-hmm. I feel like it's just a sandwich hmm. at that point. Because if you've got all sorts of stuff and then cheese, like, I mean, sandwiches, most sandwiches have a cheese in them. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's true. Right. Okay. So 50, 50 works. 50 works. If I took another sandwich and just put it on the skillet, it yeah. doesn't make it a grilled cheese. So I feel like to make it a grilled cheese, it has to be like 50-50. Like, so if you have like, oh, I'm going to put... These two things then have two different types of cheese also. Because otherwise, I guess you could just have a panini and it's got like, you know, it's got a bunch of stuff and yeah. then it's just got some cheese yeah, on it. So. What's the difference between a panini and a grilled cheese? That's the... The press. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> you weren't going uh, there, could, were you? <laughs> <laughs> no. Could you have a panini grilled cheese? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, a grilled cheese panini? Yeah. I think cool. the... Yeah. Um, 
So I would say I would say mine probably still meets your requirements. Um, I think that the salmon is kind of kind of peppered in there, but it's it's good, man. This is yeah. This is, I mean, this is really good. Maybe not number of cheeses, uh-huh. but at least like the amount of cheese uh-huh. has to be at least half the sandwich before it to be called a grilled cheese and I, not just like a hot sandwich. I think all of mine are going to meet your expectations. Cool. What about you? I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so this. So we'll ask my sandwich. Mm-hmm. So I went with the uh, fresh uh, farmhouse bread. Of course. And what I did first was put some olive oil and butter in the pan with a little bit of fresh thyme and rosemary, Ooh. and then some diced onions. Oh, and in the pan. Cook them. So you started with that just in the pan. Okay. Yeah. So you cook that up, and then you add some brown sugar and caramelize. The onions with the thyme and the Look rosemary. At you, man. Eat, <laughs> take it off the plate, add a little bit more butter and rosemary, and you have a mayonnaise slice of bread, and you put it on there. So it gets hold, uh, a little bit of... Hold, no, 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 no. Hold on a second. A mayonnaise slice of bread? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that a verb? It is now. <clears throat> wow. <clears throat> to mayonnaise something. <laughs> yeah. And so you put that in, so the, the butter has a little bit of rosemary in it. Yeah. Oh, and that so sounds then you have, fantastic, man. I have Gruyere. Nice. White cheddar and a little bit of Munster. Ooh, I like Munster. And then the caramelized uh, thyme and rosemary oh my God, onions. <laughs> see, see this, this wasn't a contest, but if it were a contest, you'd be smoking me. Mm, it's good. <laughs> I wish we were, obviously I wish we were together for every snack down, but especially this one. <laughs> Although that smoked salmon sounds really good. Mm-hmm. You know, is it something? Is it something that you bought, or did you smoke it? I bought it. Oh. I bought it. That was the ingredient that was like frozen, like forty five. Oh, frozen yeah. smoked salmon. Like, Honey, turn up the heat on this one. <laughs> so I have three different cheeses in here. Yeah, I can't really pull it apart. It's kind of like a cheese. Oh, you're definitely pulling it apart. It's going ever like it's real stringy, right? Mm-hmm. But you can't, yeah, you can't pull apart the flavors or the different types I'm of cheese. Like, I'm not like mm, Munster, Gruyere. Mm-hmm. I feel like cheeses blend together super easily. Yeah, yeah. When you get like a four cheese pizza or whatever, yeah. it's not like you're tasting like the individual cheeses. You're like, ooh, a little mozzarella <laughs> in that one. <laughs> um, the hot smoked salmon that we got, it's almost kind of like it was kind of spongy. So I'm going to have to do hot smoked salmon at some point, dude. Yeah. So you've only ever cold smoked salmon, right? Yeah. What's the f- what happens to the flavor when you change the, the process? From cold to hot smoked? Is it texture change or is it flavor change? Um, I mean, it's the difference of having um, fish raw or cooked. So kind of like a little bit of both, hmm. right? But hot smoked salmon will always have, it'll always be sort of cooked. You think if you smoked a grilled cheese sandwich that it would, like, take the smoke? Yeah. Does bread consume smoke? Yeah. Oh, big time, dude. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. Smoked grilled cheese. Oh, yeah. Remember when we had, like, um, State Fair Friday, like, Fry Everything Day? Smoke Everything Day. Have Snoop, we should, like, have Snoop Dogg over. Smoke while we're smoking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And wearing smoking yeah. jackets. I mean, we wanted to smoke a pizza. Uh-huh. Uh, smoke a grilled cheese. Mm-hmm. We also wanted to smoke Spam a long time ago. Did we? <laughs> Yeah. I don't remember the spam, but but for sure, like, we can smoke everything, anything you want. So both of my sandwiches have had a little, a little like, hint of sweet. Wait, what was, so what was the sweet part for this one? So the caramelized onions. Oh, yeah. The brown, oh, yeah, sugar, the brown sugar, they're pretty sweet. Mm. Yeah. Maybe I added too much brown sugar or too many onions, but it's a little, the sweet onions are coming through a lot. <laughs> 
<laughs> the sweet onions are singing from on high. <laughs> yeah, like the last one, the fig was like subtle. It's mm-hmm. just like a little hint of sweetness, but it was good. This is like 50-50, maybe not 50-50, but the sweetness is like way more prevalent in the caramelized onions. Hmm. Mine was pretty good. It was pretty basic. I couldn't really taste the lemon. I probably could have done for a little more lemon, but it was pretty well balanced. I feel like Gruyere is... I don't know. How would you describe it? Kind of like a like a lower fat, drier cheese. I don't even know how. You, yeah, I don't know. How would you describe Gruyere? Is Gruyere what you use for fondue? I believe it is. Absolutely, it absolutely yeah. is. Mm, it's a hard yellow Swiss cheese. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know it was yeah. a yellow. Uh, I didn't it know it was a Swiss. Swiss. Yeah, I didn't take you for a Swiss. <laughs> but you know, Swiss cheese isn't just like oh, it's you know, it's just made in Switzerland is the thing, right? Because it's a different color and like hardness than swiss cheese mm-hmm. the swiss cheese that we're calling swiss cheese so it's did you know i i believe with swiss cheese mm-hmm. there is a regulation of the size of holes stop it is that true <laughs> i think so <laughs> i'll look that up while you tell me about gruyere okay so it's generally regarded as one of the finest cheeses for baking and having a hmm. distinctive but not overpowering taste and in quiche it adds savoriness without overshadowing other ingredients ingredients it's good melting cheese Specifically uh, suited for fondues, it's used in it's it's traditionally used in French onion soup. So if you have that cheese at the top, oh, it's, wow. it's your French onion soup cheese. I always thought that was mozzarella for some reason. No, <laughs> but I guess it never tasted like it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, so I have this a, mozzarella taste way off. <laughs> I have a, a Swiss cheese whole size update. Okay, <laughs> so in t- in 2000, the FDA regulated the holes in Swiss cheese. To be between three eighths and thirteen sixteenths of an inch in diameter. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, so so is it a was it a health concern? Like, what's the where did where do wonder, they get off? <laughs> where, I can make the holes of whatever size I want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wonder if it's because people were getting ripped off because there was like two inch holes in the cheese. No, dude, Swiss cheese is by weight anyway. It's always by weight. <laughs> Uh, that's true <laughs> right yeah. you're not gonna be like yes yeah, so I'd like 15 cubic centimeters of Swiss cheese <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know uh, this one says as milk matures into cheese these microscopically small hay particles help create the holes in the traditional Swiss cheese varieties hey, you said hay it's, particles mm-hmm. like H-A-Y yeah they pitch hay into it? I don't know. In a series of tests, scientists <clears throat> added different amounts of hay dust to the milk. And discovered hay it dust? Allowed them, it allowed them to regulate the number of holes. <laughs> so the holes are caused by hay dust particles from dairy barns that find their way into the milk. Why doesn't that happen to other cheese then? I'm not sure. But that could explain why the Swiss cheese holes have been getting smaller in recent years because... It's all much cleaner practices. You know, I mean, it used to, I mean, some farms still do it, but you either milk them by hand or you've got, or you're, you're milking them like, and, and moving like the pail, you know, along. Uh, but like, that would be, you'd be getting hay everywhere. Yeah. And all the cows would be like, hey, watch where you're walking <laughs> here. I'm walking here. Uh, what do you call it when you're like squirting the milk out of a cow? Milking. But what about the other, like, what's the what do you, cow doing? What do you call it when you're putting mayonnaise on something? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, you're milking a cow. What's the cow doing? Being milked. <laughs> oh. Like, what would you, um, I don't know, I, I mean, I don't know. Hey, I'm filling a bucket here. Yeah, yeah. Downloading. <laughs> they're called, it's called they're downloading. I'm downloading some milk over here. 
I'm ready for my last one. I'm yeah. I'm stoked about it. Uh, I don't know how you'll feel about it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, before you go, yeah. quick before I forget, um, we mentioned mozzarella quick about the French onion soup. Yeah. Do you think mozzarella belongs in a grilled cheese? I didn't see it in any recipes. Uh, no, I don't think so. Hmm. Why? What makes what separates it from other cheeses? I mean, I think it could be used in combination, but it's such a mild cheese. And it's mm-hmm. so me- it's so like easily melty. I you need a cheese that's gonna let the butter kind of do its thing and get a nice toast going on the bread. But yeah. I mean, that mozzarella would be like, dude, that thing would be goo. Like two, <laughs> that thing would be goo like two seconds into the the melt. Yeah. Would you agree with that's that? True. Yeah. Nice. Cool. All right. Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we solved the mozzarella dilemma, <laughs> and <laughs> we'll uh, get our third sandwich. All right, man. <laughs> All right. All right. See you. Bye. All right, we're back. We're back, and I threw a couple of the uh, little burnt pieces of cheese that were on the pan. Burnt ends. Under my plate. A yeah, little piece of cheese. That's just cheese. Did you leave, so did you leave, like, the cheese in the whole time? Like, the burnt cheese? No, I was, um... Were you, were you scraping out and then... I was kind of, like, wiping it out every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. But I was, like, building the sandwich in the skillet. So when I was, like, like I said, I used... Mm. All shredded cheeses. Yes. So it was just like a sprinkling mess. So it was a sprinkly mess. Yeah. This what this sandwich was so tall. It was probably like six inches tall. And like a really smush it down. But now it's now it's a good size. Let's have a bite, dude. Yeah. I can't wait for mine. Mm. That's a good sandwich. Dude, same over here. <laughs> my sandwich is better than yours <laughs> you're not even experiencing this <laughs> so I went, all right so what's on yours well i went last time it's your time all right so same thing mayonnaise farmhouse bread this sandwich has some cheddar so all my sandwiches that was like the common thread was the cheddar cheese i used this has cheddar and pepper jack and then it has some red onions tomato and avocado I think your common thread is cheese and mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> this one actually called to use, like, olive oil because it was from, like, a healthier site. And I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is one where I'm, like, tipping the scales of, like, okay, so I have two cheeses, but I also have avocado, tomato, onion. Uh-huh. Is this just a sandwich or is this a grilled cheese? So basically, I, I put the bread on the skillet and did a big, huge helping of cheddar cheese. Okay. Then I put the onion, the tomatoes on, onions on, avocado, which was, at that point, it was like a mountain. Mm-hmm. So they were like sliding off the pieces of avocado. Mm-hmm. So I was like delicately holding them there. Then I had a pile on top of the mountain, pepper jack cheese, which was just sliding off. But then I was like delicately got like this tall Mount Everest of ingredients. And then I just slammed the top on and smushed it down. If it seems like Justin's putting maximum effort into this episode, he is. You're putting in so much effort and heart and soul into this that I'm... Dude, I've been back usually like a full five minutes before you every time, which never (laughs) happens remotely. Like, typically, I'm the one that's like, you know, fumbling and like getting back like four minutes afterwards, and then I'm like... By the time Andy gets back, my ice is melted, usually. Yeah, for our cocktails, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like yelling like, I'm like, boys, close the door! Close the door, boys! 
Yeah, I haven't heard any uh, family members today. Yeah, they're downstairs. They're they're trying most everything that we're having. So cool. yeah, they're so, uh, they're excited about it. They love snack down. What was yours? What was your sandwich? So mine was it's probably about fifty percent cheese. Um, it's cream cheese and red raspberry jam. Wow, that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> cream cheese is the, is the only cheese you use? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this a like? Uh, let me open the fridge and see what's left. No, kind of no, no, no. I, I, no, no. The day that we you and I talked about this, I, I have been planning for this because I was kind of thinking like, okay, well, right, if we're doing three sandwiches classic the dinner one or like the the savory one and then a sweet one so i mean it just tastes like a poor person's pastry or one might call it like a a cream cheese dream oh yeah are you mad cheese dream you kind of see cheese dream no you kind of see i want to try that (laughs) yeah i've just never heard of like as an odd cheese to make the main one yeah you just see you know i I can imagine it (laughs) I, i can imagine it like with other cheeses you know, like I used Munster. It's no, it's like, cream cheese, dude. Yeah, and red raspberry jam. <laughs> I'm just saying, I used like Munster. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. which I wouldn't make a just Munster grilled cheese. It seems kind of absurd. But like thrown in with you know two other cheeses, it's fine. But and cream cheese is a weird one. It's not even like a sliceable or shreddable cheese. <laughs> this is so good. I bet it is. Yeah, <laughs> that's you're kind of like a dessert sandwich. Mm-hmm. There. Uh, it looks so weird. It doesn't look appealing. It didn't really like melt. No. Through here, it's just like it looks like white and black mm-hmm. through the, like the Google camera. So yeah, I'm gonna. I, I took some photos of it, and <laughs> they look so ugly. <laughs> uh, so so when I was like deciding what to do, I was deciding whether I was gonna like make up the sandwiches I wanted or not. Um, but I was wondering what a grilled cheese and like a bagel would be like. Like if you kind of like flattened it. I mean, probably pretty good, right? I was thinking about doing that, and then I just decided to go with nah. I'll just stick with like classic bread. My problem with a grilled cheese on a bagel would just be like falling through the holes, dude. Yeah. You'd have to like plug it with a hot dog. Oh, that's an idea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here's an idea. So you plug it with a pretty plump hot dog, then you cut it, right? Then you slice it. I'm just (laughs) just imagining sliding a rubbery hot dog into a bagel hole. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Would it be (laughs) at that point, would the hot dog be cooked? Yeah, probably, probably. I mean, hot dogs are always cooked through, right? So once you slit it through, you'd have to like cut it to the size, right? right? Yeah, yeah. It's a weird you, idea. Right. What's that? It's a weird idea. I think it's an idea that's got some legs to it. <laughs> uh, so what have you been up to lately? Been driving a lot for work, and um, it's been really cold here. Like Tuesday was in the negatives at one point, and tomorrow is going to be a high of zero. Oh. <laughs> and a low of like negative nine. All Fahrenheit. It's a good day for never leaving the house. Yeah. Ever again. Yeah. And just like forgetting <laughs> about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tomorrow at sunrise, it's going to be negative seven with a real feel of minus 22. Yeah. There was a February, I remember it was like negative 15. With a wind chill, it was like below like negative 30. Ugh. And me and my brother were unloading stuff from my car. And by the time you like walked from my apartment to the car, your hands were like in pain. Yeah. Because like it's just too cold for human skin <laughs> yeah it's like um it's almost like no one should be uh inhabiting this space you know yeah i was appreciating my salty <laughs> eyes the other day though your salty Cause, eyes uh, yeah because i mean isn't that one of the reasons our eyes don't freeze i don't know i mean they're gonna freeze at some point but like <clears throat> there's those videos of 
people like tossing water or whatever and it like freezes as it's like in the air like it's freezing water so quickly but our eyes mm-hmm. i don't know our eyes you don't go outside and like oh no it's like eye freezing weather so are, are you trying to figure out what temperature tears freeze yeah because would that mean your eyes would freeze also why don't your eyes freeze because they're like attached to your body and your body's making heat right can you imagine if like that was something you had to worry about <laughs> like in new york like, oh no, my eyes! <laughs> Can your eyes freeze shut? The answer is not really, but it is ill-advised to force your eyes open in exclusively frigid temperatures, especially with gusty winds, as your cornea can freeze or your eye contacts can freeze to your eyeball. Luckily, any damage usually heals within weeks, if not sooner, but not always. At what temperature would your eyes freeze? The U.S. Antarctic Program... Uh, The participants are usually provided with ski goggles as cold weather gear, but once the temperatures get below minus 40, they start to become useless. Your skin and eyes will evaporate moisture into the goggles, and it freezes to the inside fast enough that your goggles will be opaque. How horrifying is that? (laughs) (laughs) So I looked at at why our eyeballs don't freeze, and it's what you said. Because they're attached to your body and your body's the, making the warm. The corneal tissue at the front of the eye has a high thermal conductivity. conductivity. Yeah. So it doesn't stray too far from body temperature, even when the ambient temperature is extreme. <clears throat> For example, if the environment is at negative 11 Celsius, the human cornea only falls to 28 degrees Celsius. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Cool eye fat. <laughs> Literally. And, and you know what negative 11 Celsius is? It's 12 degrees Fahrenheit. Which is where we're at all the time. Which means your eyes only fall to, what is 28? Uh, 82 Fahrenheit. That's actually pretty cold oh. for like... 82? Yeah. Call me. I mean, like when it's supposed to be like 98.6, right? But in like a 12 degree weather day, your eyes are still 82 degrees warm. I wouldn't call that balmy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason today... Sorry, I was I'm, just getting a little, I... I'm just getting a little aggressive with you. <laughs> For some reason today, I was thinking about eye freezings, and <laughs> I thought like I thought the salt water had something to do with it because like our there's salt in our eye ducts, right? In uh, like our, the liquid our in our eye. I don't know. Have you have you never tasted your tears inadvertently? Yeah, it's or? salty. It's like <laughs> ocean. <laughs> yeah, I mean we're we're just we're salty creatures, right? Yeah, blood is. So salty. I thought that was part of it re- because salt water freezes at a lower temperature, right? So that's what I and boils was at a lower part of the reason and boils at a lower temperature. Yeah, cool. I wonder what what uh, temperature our eyes boil at. I hate this conversation. What temperature <laughs> do our eyes boil at? What Probably does that mean? The same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How hot you would know it what? need to be for your eyes to boil? <laughs> I'm gonna let you Google that so uh, so that your FBI handler for your phone uh, it just is entertained. <laughs> uh, let's look. <laughs> I don't think that's like a real question, right? Like you're. It's it's not like you're looking at this homogenous thing. Your eyes are just I don't know. What temperature was the lost ark in like Indiana Jones? Because those were just kinda like kinda blowing up, right? I mean, it like corrected it to like back to freeze because it thought that's what I meant. <laughs> no, I meant boil. <laughs> well, it is funny though, because it's like well, okay, you could say like melt. I think it would boil at the same because blood boils at pretty much the same. What about melt? Uh, melt might be the better word to look up. What temperature do your eyes melt? Many organic substances will chemically react, decompose, or change form before melting. So they're basically saying it's not just going to melt, it's going to cook. Because all things don't melt, like wood doesn't melt. Right. And So what will happen is like, and again, don't know why we're on this topic still, but 
<laughs> what will happen likely is they'll pop a bunch of like liquid will ooze out and then they'll just kind of like turn into a dry sponge hmm. and then they'll like get browner and browner and then I'll shout Justin don't open your eyes the Nazis are melting <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of oozing and melting, <laughs> grilled cheese. <laughs> uh, there, there you have it. Wow, that felt like a real magician's choice. <laughs> uh, so, what was your uh, what was your favorite of your three? I don't know, man. I think honestly, like mine were all like two ingredient grilled cheeses, and mm-hmm. I gotta say, I mean, the classic was pretty good. I like yeah, the addition the of classics. The, I like the addition of the pastirma. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Yildiz, for opening my mind to different meats on grilled cheese. Turkish meats. Yeah. The salmon one was good. I wish it was like a better hot smoked salmon. I think it would have just maybe added a little bit of maybe moisture and maybe a little extra flavor to it. Um, and then, I don't know. I mean, maybe the cream cheese and jam one kind of fell a little short, but I think they're all pretty good. I think just a classic grilled cheese with just cheese as the ingredient mm-hmm. is really, really good. And I think messing with like the bread choice, like getting like an artisanal bread of some sort and then adding different types of cheeses just really can go a long way. And I feel like the more you add other ingredients, it just strays further from grilled cheese. And I think they're still good. Like my two are good, but my I think my favorite was the first one that was like cheddar and smoked Gouda mm-hmm. with just like a little bit of like the fig. Oh, yeah. And but mostly the ingredients were just cheese, and it just felt more like a grilled cheese sandwich to me. Although you know, I didn't have I didn't have your um, caramelized onions, but I like caramelized onions on like hot sandwiches. You know, like that's typically it was really good too. All mine were really good. This last one is really really good, but this last one I feel like is not a grilled cheese sandwich. No, it's got cheese, melted cheese on it. But would you? Okay, so would you consider mine to be a grilled cheese sandwich, or is this going to force you? to uh, reconsider your definition of a grilled cheese. So I think my the first two of mine were grilled cheese. Cheese, cheese, fig butter. <laughs> cheese, the... cheese, caramelized onions. <laughs> it's like something... Are you doing slam poetry right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's like something in between cheeses and bread. You know what I mean? Like one thing. Yeah. Like you threw pasterma on yeah. like, with all the cheese. You yeah. Know? The last one was like cheese... Tomato, onion, avocado, cheese. Yeah. There was too many. There's three things in there. Too many modifiers. That's not a grilled cheese. That's not a grilled cheese. You're straying further from God, the cheese God. Yeah. So I think, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I feel like the ratio of cheese has to be higher than anything else. Mm -hmm. And I feel like usually to be considered like kind of classic, I feel like it has to be just cheese or cheese plus one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I I thought I kind of stuck. With the basics, which I kind of felt like a little underprepared, but I feel like I caught the essence of it with like little mm-hmm. modifiers, you know? Yeah, yours, yours sounded good. That's, I really want that smoked salmon with lemon Ooh, one. It's yeah, buddy. Good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. So yeah. we'll try it sometime. Well, yeah, dude. I, I can't wait until we're in person again. Um, you doing anything fun this weekend? Oh, I'm actually going to get a massage tomorrow. Are so you? Maybe my first one, yeah. You doing a couple's massage? No, we're going to the same place, but probably it's separate rooms. But we're going at the same time. You're just getting so a I'll couple just, of massages. Yeah, maybe I'll just yell through the door. Yeah. 
How's it going in there? <laughs> <laughs> what um where are you guys going? Well, yeah, like a, a, a resort? Uh, it's just like a Liverpool therapeutic massage place. Oh, cool, dude. I've never gotten a massage and my back's been hurting and I'm like I always am like, oh, I should get a massage and I never do. So Dude, you know I'm all so, about massages, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty excited. See how I'll limber up a little bit. You should just go balls out and just get like a Swedish massage. Or like not I'm sorry, not not Swedish. Deep tissue massage. Is that the one Ew, that like that like really hurts, doesn't it? I love them. Really? Yeah. I bet you feel good afterwards. Yeah. The problem is if like my back already hurts, I don't want a deep tissue. Hmm. You know what I mean? It'll make you feel better. Cool. <clears throat> Dude, I'm so excited for you. That sounds fantastic. I'll be so loose, I'll look like one of those car salesmen inflatables. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'm all limber up. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah. Again, we hope we hope this isn't like a, a, a semi-permanent thing even. I hope to see like numbers drop and just kind of behaving all around. I mean, you know, I mean, we, we're both pretty... We're both pretty careful guys, but it's just honestly, it's just COVID is everywhere, as everyone knows. Yeah. So it's just kind of kind of taking things as we can. So, but yeah, we're trying to just keep family members safe. Yeah, for sure. The fact that we haven't got it yet in uh, yeah. all this time is kind of crazy. I was thinking about that today. I'm like, <laughs> man, like, like you know, I've I've let I've like allowed myself to do different things during different times throughout COVID, but um, but the fact that we haven't gotten it means we're doing something right. You know? Yeah, I think so. So. I think we're just being careful and cautious. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we haven't got it yet. And I haven't really had an explosion scare either. So. Explosion? Is that an like an explosive scare? exposure? <laughs> yeah. Is that when someone sneezes? <laughs> and you like dive behind like a barricade <laughs> of some That was sort. a terrorist attack. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I've got um, I've got these little yard apes and they are... <laughs> Stop tickling yeah. me, actually. And he's, and he's covered in kids, so we're going to have to end this. <laughs> Stop tickling me. All right. Um, I'll uh, mute myself. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for listening today. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And you can find this episode and others like it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and a bunch of other places. You can go to our website at www.snackdownpod.com. You can support us on patreon.com slash snackdown. And you can call us and leave us a voicemail at 315 315- Three and three, five, four, five, six. <laughs> and they were like tickling Andy and he was like falling off his chair. And it was funny at first. <laughs> and then it just got to be too much. <laughs> uh, I had to reprimand my children on mute. <laughs> well, hopefully I'll see you in person someday soon. We're snacking in the new normal, dude. Mm-hmm. Again. Two years the in. New, and two years in and it's The still... new new oh, normal. Yeah, and, and also... The last time we had to go remote, we had an episode right before that with Marilyn. And then we just had Dan on, her husband, and we had to go right back into remote. So uh, it's, it's, a them, it's them, not us. It's them. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> it's you. It's not us. So. Um, well, cool. Uh, cool. On that note. Cheese. Cheese. you later. Don't touch me there. (laughs) My feet are ticklish.